Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 8, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Welcome to the pre-show. It is 5.30 Thursday, August 11th. So great to have you all here joining us this morning. And we love seeing you when you check in with us. You can do that by tweeting us at Mercedes in the AM or you can text us. Or, or call us at 702-364-9400. This morning, Mike is checking in. So is Martin. It looks like we have some text this morning from a J, uh, from Brian S., a seventh grade teacher, Jan, Sandel, Cujo, the Texas Moore family. Melissa and Francis, Buckeye Bob is listening. Uh, Marcus and Maria uh, all listening this morning. So thank you for that. Good morning. Good morning to you. Uh, we'll just start off with a big thank you to you and Steph for that event yesterday. Today, the, the JC's uh, Rockahula Luau birthday celebration. My gosh, you two went above and beyond yesterday, and just uh, I felt the love all day long. So, I wanted to start off by thanking you guys for, for what you did yesterday. That was extra special. Of so, thank course. you. Of course. Did you have a good day yesterday? Yeah, it was. It was uh, my birthday yesterday, and it was a really nice day. I left here, went and got a haircut, and then I got home, and I was. I was just, I was done. I was tired. So I took a solid 20-minute nap, and, and I haven't napped that hard in a long time. It was just a solid sleep, and then got up and got caught up a bunch of stuff. My plan was, I had a car thing to do last night. My plan was, when I got home from that, just to be done for the day and enjoy the birthday night, and, and that's what I did. I got home last night about 6.30, 6.45, and Laura and I had a, a nice night, a nice little dinner, some uh, some birthday cake, and it was a wonderful night last night. It was a good night. Well, good. I'm glad you enjoyed your birthday. It's, uh, it, it, it's kind of, sometimes it sucks having your birthday on a weekday but it sounds like you made the best of it. Yeah, I certainly did. And and I know the effort that goes into just one of those elements that you guys pulled off yesterday, just booking one guest, I mean, there a lot of work goes into it. And you that, that show, start to finish, you have people in studio, people on the phone, uh, people uh, send an audio message. So th- thank you again. How was your day? It was good. It was a good day yesterday. I, I left here. I had a couple errands to run. Uh, did the TV show yesterday. And then we're really just trying to uh, piece together stuff for for Sophie as she heads off to college she's leaving in I guess two weeks from yesterday is when she's gonna be headed out there with Matt and they're gonna they're gonna do um her early move in she gets to move in early because she's going going on this pre-orientation retreat and so basically she goes with Matt they drop the stuff off in her dorm room 
um, they they unpack what they can, but they don't have a ton of time because then she has to pack up and leave, and they're going like on this camping excursion. It's actually like this outdoor adventure thing where they meet other students in in the program, and they kind of bond, and they do all these like team building activities. And from what I hear, it's really awesome. So then she's going to do that. Matt's just going to stay there um, in San Diego while she's you know on that, and then Brooklyn and I will head out there, and we're gonna we're gonna be there when she gets back. And then the next day is the official move-in, so then we can tie up all the loose ends that we didn't get to do before. So it's like, do you have a surge protector? Do you have a mirror? Do you have, like, all these things? I'm like, oh, my gosh, do you have this? And so we're just trying to piece everything together so we're not stuck buying everything there because I'm sure everyone's going to be buying stuff there. Oh, yeah, and I'm sure even though as as prepared as you are going into it, there'll be a couple things you get out there. Like, oh, how could we have forgotten that? Will you then meet her roommates for the first time on that Saturday? Is that when her roommates are going to move in? So will you meet her roommates and a roommate's family yeah they'll be there then because they're not doing this pre-orientation thing so sophie's actually she's going to be the first one in the room um they i think they she kind of they settled on the beds that was kind of an issue uh in the beginning but she's like you know what i don't i i just i'll take this bed i'm fine with it so she's uh we're gonna set her all up so when they come on saturday her stuff will already be there. That's a, that's a huge plus. You'd be the first one in there, get settled. And so you don't, you don't have to worry about getting settled around other people. Just get your stuff situated. Yeah. And then even so with the, with the bed situation, you think you get a couple weeks into it or a month into it, realize that's not working and flip things around to, to accommodate each other. Yeah, I, I think it was the way that it was like approached. And Sophie kind of felt like she was not really given an option. And so it just kind of rubbed her the wrong way. It definitely rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> I was very upset. But Sophie's definitely a little more chill. Um, on stuff like that but yeah it's gonna be good so we were just I, I kind of going down the list trying to figure things out last night and it's good it's just oh man reality is gonna smack me in the face here in the next couple of weeks so it's kind of weird yeah and how's brooklyn handling the whole thing i was i was thinking about her because i, I remember when my sister moved out of t- at, when she went to college she moved to north carolina and it was just my brother and i and the dynamic of the household just completely changed we went from three kids in the house to two and just it was just different dynamics is is brooklyn kind of how she is she ready for the whole thing once her big sis leaves town she's um you know she she's really like a tough kid and and lets a lot roll off her shoulders and and uh, I, I thought, like, she's going to be fine. She's going to be good. And even last night, something happened. And it, it, I think it's starting to hit her. She got really emotional. And um, when we were out on campus, I think she was just like, oh, my gosh, you're going to be here. And then we're going to leave you here. Like, I think, you know, I think she's starting to realize that her best friend is, is going to be moving. So it's I'm trying to be there for her and, you know, help her through it. It's like we're all kind of going through it. It's it's. It's weird, but I, yeah, I think she's uh, uh, a harsh reality will also be hitting her also. <laughs> oh, it's It'll be interesting. Emotionally exciting times for you over there. My gosh, next yeah. two weeks going to be very, very interesting and very fun. Too. Very much so. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, uh, we'll keep you posted on all the, uh, the fun stuff going on there. But right now let's, let's start the show time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear? I've been thinking about you by London beat. Time by Daft Punk. Oh, yeah. All right. Stop the dancing. 
Or do you want to hear Peace of Me by Britney Spears? Those are your choices. Tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. Vote on our Facebook page or text or call us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Back in April, Olivia Wilde was served custody papers from her ex-husband, Jason Sudeikis, while she was on stage here in town at CinemaCon. Now, at the time, Jason claimed he had nothing to do with how and where Olivia was served. But it sounds like she doesn't believe him. So in newly obtained court documents, Olivia said it was very much intentional. She says Jason's actions were clearly intended to threaten me and catch me off guard. He could have served me discreetly, but instead he chose to serve me in the most aggressive manner possible. There's a video of that. When she gets served, she's on stage, someone hands her the paper, she takes them, she kind of looks at it, and she just, she doesn't miss a beat, though, but you, you see it go down. Well, yeah, that would, and and he said, yeah, he had nothing to do with that, which I, I kind of believe, like, if they say get this done, it's really not up to him to, to find them, is it? Yeah, is it, how does it work? Does he, they probably may give him a window. Like, we'll get it done this week. He's like, all right, cool. Did he sit there and say, hey, you know what? She's going to be on stage yeah. at CinemaCon at 2 o'clock on Tuesday. Do it then. They just probably want to get the job done. I, that's what I think. I don't know. Well, she also said that what he did was not in the best interest of their two children. And because of what he did, Olivia filed for custody in L.A. And Jason is trying to get custody because he wants the kids to live with him in New York City. So we'll see what happens there. Olivia Newton-John's death has led to a renewed interest in her music. So what are her most popular songs? Right now, the latest iTunes charts, she has six songs in the top ten, including this one that's sitting at number four. This is the number three song right now on iTunes. And the number one song on iTunes right now. And this song is also the most Googled song right now. Oh, such good memories. I'm so glad her music will live on. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and her albums, too, are doing great right now. Six albums in the top ten it belong to Olivia Newton-John, including Grease, which is the top album. That moved Beyonce out of the top place, so Grease is, is the top album right now on iTunes. Last one here, starting December 8th, Disney Plus is going to show commercials unless you want to pay more, which seems to be the way a lot of streaming services are going. So subscribers will have the choice to stay at $7.99 per month but you'll have to endure four minutes of commercials. This is Disney Plus Basic. If you don't want to watch ads, you can switch to Disney Plus Premium, which will cost you 11 bucks a month. Wow. It just gets more and more expensive to watch TV. I know. Hulu's doing the same thing. They're, they're ad-free. It's, it's seven bucks for, with ads. It'll go up to like 15 bucks if you don't want ads. So those changes are coming. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, actually right around 7.15. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the Morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1675. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning, and 
welcome to the show. It is 6 o'clock on Thursday, August 11th. Thank you guys so much for joining us as we uh, are closer to the weekend, just one step closer. I'm actually going to be out tonight over at Bella Vida at the district at Green Valley Ranch for Wind Down Thursdays. We kind of kick off the weekend a little early. It is out and about, and we're going to have like really great drink special six dollars uh for a glass of wine i'm like oh okay <laughs> right yeah <laughs> so where and where is this at, in- at the district over at green valley ranch so yeah bella vita and we'll be there at six o'clock tonight six to eight so come by you know after work before work well probably not before work well yeah you Easy. can just hang yeah, out yeah, have a get cup something of coffee. To eat yeah, yeah, yeah yeah enjoy enjoy your company <laughs> yeah so <laughs> you don't be <get> wasted i'm <laughs> <laughs> looking forward to that uh tonight that's gonna be a lot of fun how you doing? Someone stops by on the way to work and they get hammered. What oh. happened to you? Mercedes on the radio? She, she told me to stop by. Six dollar wine. I couldn't, I couldn't resist. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. If you're if you're planning on drinking, let's just do that after after work. So yeah, that should be a lot of fun. I think my husband might come with me this week. He, last time we did it, he uh, he had some stuff going on, and last night he's like, I think I'm gonna go with you tomorrow night. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun, and I've never been there before. So I was like, cool. That means it. I don't have to drive. <laughs> I love that. Tonight's going to be extra special. You have a glass of wine, enjoy yourself, and get home with ease. That's awesome. Exactly. Are you ready for the weekend? Do you have plans going into this weekend? Um, This weekend, no. I actually, uh, let me think. I don't have any plans. I, you know, I've got that, that, um, th- appearance tonight then tomorrow i'll be at silver state schools credit union so i think i'm just gonna chill this weekend and and not do too much catch up on my favorite show the extraordinary attorney woo two new episodes came out one last night and one today um so i'll watch that and then i know my husband and my daughter one of my daughters is gonna go to the preseason game the vikings raiders game um at allegiant so they're gonna do that Sunday, right? yeah, yeah on nice. Sunday. so i'm just gonna uh, relax at home and, and not do too much. How about you? Uh, weekend. So Laura and I will do our sushi dinner on Friday, which we haven't done in a couple of weeks just with our scheduling and everything. So I'm really looking forward to that. And then there's a huge car show at the South Point. The South Point, uh, South Point Car and Truck Show is on Saturday. So I will do that on Saturday. And then I mentioned how we have our friend of hers. Uh, she was supposed to get married in September. You know, they realized this wasn't working out. And so she they called off the engagement, called off the wedding. And she was dealing with all that stuff. This weekend was supposed to be her bachelorette party. So the girls are still going out and taking her out for a night, a night of celebration, just kind of to celebrate her. And so Solar is kind of doing like a what was supposed to be a bachelorette party on Saturday night is now just like a girls night out. So they're doing like a dinner and then they're going to the club and doing some dancing and stuff. So Saturday night I'll be hanging at the house. And then I think Sunday I'll hang out with the horses. You should uh, you should get the buddies out and do like rival girls night night out guys night out grab the, bo- the guys and then it's so funny when you guys like run into each other like, hey, you should do that i heard laura on, it sounds fun but no because i heard laura on the phone last night talking to one of the girls that's coordinating it and she goes oh i thought it was at 8 30 okay dinner at 9 30 okay oh yeah well no i'll see you guys down there and I'm thinking, she gets on the phone, I'm like, dinner at 9.30? Oh. That sounds so bad. I know. And then they go right to the club afterwards. Yeah, it just doesn't sound fun to me. I know they're going to have a blast. They're super excited. But dinner at night, and she goes to me, she goes, don't worry, I'm still eating dinner at 6.30 with you. I'm like, all right, thank you. I uh, I think we're in the minority on that. I think a lot of people eat later. We were, when we were in Europe, um, I was calling for reservations, or actually I was arranging the reservations 
um, from here in emailing the restaurants that we wanted to go to. And um, I was going back and forth with this one restaurant and the guy um, was like, what time do you, would you like to make the reservation for? And I said, um, 5.30 if possible. He's like, we're not open at 5.30. <laughs> I was like, what time do you open? <laughs> and he's like, uh, he goes, normally people um, in France eat at... at at eight o'clock or later, but we've opened an hour early for Americans. So the earliest reservation I can give you is seven. And I was like, seven o'clock. Oh my gosh. But we took it because I wanted to go to this restaurant. But he's like, yeah, we, when we got there, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, we, we didn't have anything earlier, but we only open up this early for you guys because you're the only ones that want to <laughs> eat this early. And we're like, whoa, but it doesn't even get dark there. When where we were in Paris until like ten thirty eleven, it was bright out all night. Like we were standing in front of the Eiffel Tower, it looked like the middle of the day. It was like at ten o'clock at night when we were standing out there. It so was crazy. doing more because of that because it was, it was lighter. Because Wyoming's kind of the same way; it's lighter out later. So I realized we're doing stuff later in the evening. You're in, in Paris; it's light out nine thirty, ten o'clock. Are you more active into the evening then? Because yeah, I guess I mean we just our bodies were so confused because my body was tired, but then my brain's like, "Well, it's still awake. It's time for you to be awake." And I'm like, "Wait, what's happening?" So it was just really odd. But I nine thirty dinner time. Oh my gosh. I have anxiety. Thank you. I have anxiety right now. In my mind, I think 930, I'm coming home, calling it a night. Oh, <laughs> you know? man. Yeah, 930 Woo! is like, wait, maybe one more drink. I'll stay out later tonight, guys. But Dinner yikes. at 930. Should I heard her on the phone. Okay, sure, 930. I'm thinking, they walk into the club at 930? No, the club's not until 1130. Oh, yeah. Don't even think of going to a club at 930. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no way. I had offered to pick her up at one point a couple weeks ago. No way. I'll set up an Uber for you, car service. I am not going down there to yeah. pick you up at 1 o'clock in the morning. No. Oh, thank you. I love you to death, but uh-uh, find someone else. Uh, this morning on the show, tickets to go see John Legend, 740 and 940 on those tickets. And then up next, we do have What's Trending. What do you have for us? All right. Well, Queen Bee reaches out to another queen. Google slams Apple. And how about a pizza in a bowl? That's coming up next in What's Trending. Probably trending already. We're trending now. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Beyonce and Madonna are trending this morning. Man, one queen to another, basically. But Beyonce sent the Queen of Pop a blooming floral bouquet as a way of celebrating their collaboration on Bay on Bay's Break My Soul, the Queen's remix. Oh. Madonna shared photos of the bouquet to her Instagram stories showing the flower arrangement featuring white roses and other white flowers. She also showed the message of thanks that Beyonce sent. It said, thank you, Queen. I'm so grateful for you. You have opened so many doors for so many women. You are a masterpiece genius. Thank you for allowing me to sing in your song. And thank you for naming the remix Love Always and Forever Be. Beyonce released that remix. We talked about it on Friday. The song heavily samples Madonna's Vogue and even reimagines the 1990s track spoken word rap as a tribute to her black peers and predecessors in the music industry. A couple weeks ago, Harry Styles sent Lizzo flowers when she knocked him out of the top spot on the charts 
Who do you think sends more elaborate flowers, Beyonce's floral arrangement or Harry Styles' floral arrangement? Ooh, I say that's a tie. I might go a little bit with Beyonce uh, just because she's been in the game a little longer and maybe she's uh, really established those... uh, connections in the floral industry and uh but yeah i i that's a tough one i think they're both pretty pretty much up there yeah i think they both be over the top but i do see beyonce having the edge in the floral game yeah she she just seems Experience. like she knows what she's talking yeah. about uh also trending this morning is google so the company is blaming apple for the problems people have when android users and iphone users text and they want them to fix the issue you know when you have an iPhone and you get that green text and you're like, Android. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's how you say it in your head, too. Oh, my gosh. This guy's got an Android. And no offense, Android users, because I know you're probably the same way. Like, ugh, uh, iPhone, Apple. You know, it, it's just a very, it's a tense relationship here. Let's not beat around the bush. Anyway, Apple, they say they refuse to update the technology which is causing issues with group chats and when sending videos between the brands. Google says that features like red receipts, typing indicators, and texting on Wi-Fi would work between Apple and Android devices if Apple would just update their technology. Google also claims that Apple is making it difficult for iPhone users to read text from Android users because white text on a bright green background makes the diff- the messages difficult to read. They ain't lying. It's hard to read those green messages. My eyes are like, what is that? What does that say? Um, right now, Apple converts messages between iPhones and Android into SMS and MMS messages, which are, that's older technology standards that have been around for decades. Google, they want Apple to adopt a newer messaging standard called Rich Communication Services, or RSC, that the company says would fix virtually all the messaging between differently branded devices. I've done it before. I, I send a message and for a split second. It is green, but then as the message is going through, it turns blue to say, oh, we, it took us a second to figure it out, but it is an iPhone. Like, oh, okay. It's an iPhone. I know. I, my brother has an Android and he'll send me videos and they're like teeny tiny. I can't even see them. And they're all like jumbled. And I'm like, dude, I either stop sending me these or get an iPhone. I'm like, I, I just, but I, he swears by the Android. He's like, no, the Android's superior, which he has a point. I think they have more, you know, options and, and better technology on the Android. So I get it. I'm not knocking Android users, but I'm telling you, the two do not like yeah. speaking to each other. The green thing. I don't like getting the green thing either. I do. Something goes off my mind when I see it and go, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so finally, this morning, Papa John's is trending. They are offering, uh, they're introducing a new option later this month called Papa Bowls. It's a pizza without the crust. A bowl with all the toppings, like your meats, your veggies, your cheese, and your sauce. So it's it's kind of similar to like a casserole, maybe. There are three different varieties. Italian meats trio, chicken alfredo, and garden veggie. You can also create your own just like a normal pizza if you want to add your own ingredients. The bowls are going to be available to loyalty members starting next Monday and to everyone else starting on the 22nd. They're going to cost $7.99 each, and that is what's trending. It's just uh, it, I, it. It stresses me out when I see it that that green bubble. And we were talking about it in what's trending when you have an iPhone and you get that text from someone that uses an Android. And no judgment on Android users. I I actually believe it is a superior phone. Um, I I've seen them and I'm like, wow, look at how good your 
pictures are and stuff like yes, that. Yes, cameras are like, awesome. I, yeah, I'm like, don't don't get me wrong. It's just like one of those little annoyances because you can't read it. I can't see it. I have to squint. And that's what Google is saying. It's like, look, Apple has the technology to change that. So it's all cohesive, but they're not doing it. So don't blame us on this one. And I get it. But sometimes you have just like a little annoyance. It's not going to end the world. But to you, it's like, and for me it's the green bubble it really is (laughs) i do feel that way too and if you're doing a group message sending with mercedes blue includes steph it's blue then you put that third person in green and doesn't it change all of them green it changes everything like that's another issue is the the group messaging when one person has the android and it just it sometimes they don't go through sometimes it gets kicked back to you emojis don't go through yeah. it's all weird it, 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 do you have like a small annoyance not life changing not in the grand scheme of things not the biggest deal but it just annoys you what is your small annoyance or maybe the thing that you you get a little judgy on. You, you know you shouldn't ever judge, but you get a little judgy on that. What is it for you? When I'm at the gym, and it's not so much that it affects me, I just look at the person differently like, oh, how could you do that? If they don't have a towel, and, and, and it doesn't bother me if they're using a machine without a towel because you can wipe stuff down. But when I see people doing leg curls, when you're doing leg curls, you're lying flat on a bench, pretty much face down into this bench. And anytime I do leg curls, I A, I wipe it down before I start, and then B, I have a little towel that I place over it. But I'll be walking by the machine, and I'll see some dudes on there with no towel, but their face literally just into the bench. I'm like, your face, your lips, your nose is touching that bench that so many other people have touched. How many, how many germs are on that, and your face is buried in that thing? I don't know why. It just sits differently, me. Sits differently with me when I see somebody doing that. I'm like, ooh, so... <laughs> unsanitary yes i can i completely agree with that one and and on that note just like with unsanitary things when you're at the radio station you can hear if someone like flushes the toilet and then they don't turn on the faucet and i get so judgy when i'm like ew you didn't wash your hands there's there's someone that i multiple times like i hear the toilet flush and we're like on the at the same time and i'm i turn on the sink i'm washing my hands and i'm listening and i don't hear any uh sink i hear the door open and then i hear them walk out and i i i come out to see like was that yes (laughs) that person doesn't wash their hands it's disgusting can you do tell anonymously through uh, our little message system oh man for our own safety and sanitation i think i should know who this lady is i don't want to no it's a guy i can hear him in the other bathroom oh the dude it's a dude oh i didn't even think that yeah because that's a loud urinal yes it's a point but i don't want to put it in there because then it's up on the the screen Really? Yes. No way. Yes. So keep that in mind. <laughs> keep just, that in mind. She pointed somewhere and I got it right. Steph couldn't see, but I saw the point. I'm now mouthing it to Steph. <laughs> so now Steph knows it's what happened, we're talking about. It's happened twice for sure. And then one time was questionable. I may have heard the sink. I'm not 100%, but there are two documented times that I have. I'm like, ugh. No way. Yeah. I yeah. wouldn't expect this person. I know. And that's why I was kind of surprised. And I even kind of lurked around just to make sure someone else wasn't going to come out of there. <laughs> All the way down. <laughs> I was like, because I got to know who is not that, uh, not washing their hands. JC, but. you have to confirm 
firm next time because you you're there. Yeah, I will pay attention to that. They're in there and they don't do it. Okay, then it's even more confirmed. Yeah, you never know. Like, what if we can't hear the water? But Mercedes, I feel you. I do. I do hear stuff in the men's bathroom. Yeah, you can tell if someone's going to the bathroom in there. Like, can you hear pee? Or just oh hear the yeah, flush? JC, yours is like like on um, Austin Powers, <laughs> where it's like it's like ten minute long pee. It's like. Shh, I think it's over. It's like evacuation complete. <laughs> evacuation. I'm like, oh my gosh. It's like Niagara Falls over there. What are you drinking over there, JC? My it goodness. It takes him forever. There's this thing I like to do with Laura. <laughs> to empty his bladder. You can, guys, we can stop our stream. We can we can stop things. And if, 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 you're, if you're not stopping it, if it stops on its own, that's bad news. But you guys can just stop it if they want to. So I'll sit there. And if Laura's in her office getting ready to do a call, I'm using the downstairs bathroom. I'll start going. But I'll stop. Go for a couple seconds. Stop. And she'll be like, What's going on in there? Why do you do that? <laughs> I'm just doing it for attention. On a side note, too, with the hand washing, just so we can go the, the complete opposite, just, you know, Tracy, our chief engineer, yeah. he washes his hands like he's doing surgery. I love he that. He gets in there. I, I watch him. He wrists up to his elbows. It's like he's doing surgery. The guy is a very clean man. So just, you know, when you interact with Tracy, you're getting the cleanest hands in the building. That makes me very happy to hear. I, I want to shake his hand now because of that. He probably <laughs> won't shake mine. Some of the texts we're getting here. Uh, big annoyance when you pump your gas and it says your receipt is inside. Oh, I never go in then. I'm like, oh, forget it. I'm not going in there. This one says, also, the tap back emojis don't work in a group message with Android users. Instead, it says, so-and-so loved instead. Instead of putting the heart on that message. Yes, we on our text line, uh, we, it says that. Like, if you like uh, something that we send back to you, it'll be like, so-and-so loved this message. It's like, oh, man, so-and-so thumbs up this message. Android. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this one says, people at work parking in, quote-unquote, my space. <laughs> yeah, it's not technically your space, but it's where you park all the time. I get that one. We can argue that one. And then this one says, I'm very judgy when people write your Y-O-U-R instead of your Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. I, my new thing is correcting people when they have it the right way, just to make them second guess. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Like, they're like, oh, you're so funny, Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. And then I type down below with an asterisk, <laughs> Y-O-U-R. And they're like, that's not the right one. <laughs> but it's just so funny to see their, uh, to get them their reaction. We got the hot three coming up next. What do you have for us? Okay. This morning, we are going to talk about... About um, America's most pet-friendly cities is Las Vegas a pet-friendly city? We're going to talk about that. Also, um, what experts are saying is one of the best ways to lose weight, and honestly, it's really easy. We'll tell you what it is, and uh, a post on a mom blog going viral. Do you think kids with December birthdays should get to celebrate their birthdays in June? We're going to talk about that coming up next in the Hot 3. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Okay, so this is uh, this is kind of interesting. I, I, I don't know if it's a surprise or not a surprise. A, a lot of people uh, feel like our city is super hot, maybe not the best place for pets, but here you go. Wallet.com ranked the most pet-friendly cities in America. And while our city was not number one, it was in the top cities but a a city hotter than ours was number one scottsdale arizona was the most pet friendly city in america it ranked first in pet health and wellness that includes things like how many vets and dog friendly restaurants there are how many apartments allow pets it also ranked somehow outdoor pet friendliness which includes things like dog parks per capita but apparently not average sidewalk temperature (laughs) the other top pet uh friendly cities are uh tampa portland Oregon, uh, Portland, Oregon, St. Louis, Cincinnati, St. Petersburg, Florida, Lexington, Kentucky, and then Las Vegas is right in there at number eight. Colorado Springs and Raleigh, North Carolina round out the top 10 of the hundred cities they looked at. Santa Ana, California ranked last, followed by Baltimore, Honolulu, New York, and Chicago. Yeah, I can see us definitely being a pet-friendly city, just basically on, on the area that we live in, the Summerlin part of town. There's a ton of parks out there, a ton of trails to take your dog walking. You're right by Red Rock if you want to go on a hike with your dog. 
as far as dog-friendly restaurants, I feel like there's more and more popping up, or you go to a couple places. When the Mount Charleston Lodge, before it burnt down and they're rebuilding it, um, they had a dog-friendly menu when, when you went up there. So I feel like there's a lot of options for pets out here. Yeah, I definitely agree with that, but I just I feel like it's so hot that you got to be really careful during the summer when yes. you take them outside. It's so, so hot. That's the, yeah, the plus side of being in the Northeast or something, just go outside in the afternoon. You know you can take your dog for a walk, at least, and not have the, the paws be burned on the ground. Exactly. Also this morning, scientists say trusting our appetite and eating when we feel hungry, called eating intuitively, is the best for our psychological and physical health. They uh, they did a survey of young adults, and it was a survey about eating habits, and they found that those who followed bodies' hunger signals we're less likely to overeat. Researchers said being in tune with our body signals were more important than following the, the latest trendy diet or eating plan. I think that's great because you guys had Jesse Ray's barbecue here for, for the birthday celebration, and I ate so much food after the show. I was stuffed. And then yesterday in the afternoon... That uh, was mine, sorry. <laughs> uh, yesterday in the afternoon, it was probably about uh, 2 o'clock or so, I was starting to get hungry again, and Laura was getting some lunch, so I just ordered some steak. So I just had some steak around two thirty, three o'clock in the afternoon, and then I got back home last night from doing some stuff, and Laura had ordered some dinner, and I wasn't hungry. I was still stuffed from all the food I had, but my mind was telling me, you have to eat dinner. So I ate half of a wrap, and just because I felt like I was supposed to eat dinner. And afterwards, I was just stuffed for the rest of the night. Woke up feeling full, too. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it, if you eat when you're hungry it, and stop when you're not hungry, that is the key. Yes. Then I think you that's just your body saying, this is what we need right now. Okay, we're good. We don't need any more. That's I, I totally agree with that. That's the way to go. It's like that. I think our minds are just trained, at least for me, breakfast, lunch, dinner, breakfast, yeah. lunch, dinner. Must have all three. I, that's how I how we grew up. And mm-hmm. then also we were told to eat everything on our plate. And I was like, I'm not hungry anymore. Eat everything <laughs> on your plate. Okay. <laughs> and that was the sound we all made when we were stuffing yes. those green beans down our throat. Oh. <laughs> Finally this morning, December babies have it rough. When your birthday is close to Christmas, you get lost in the shuffle. Your parents combine it with the holidays. You end up getting fewer gifts than other kids. So this this has caught people's attention. Some uh, mommy blog post is going viral after the woman asked if she should start celebrating her son's birthday in June instead. He's a December baby. She also feels bad for him because of all the reasons we mentioned, but he's also got a sibling with a summer birthday, which makes it worse. She asked if anyone with a December baby ever does a fake birthday in June or if that's crazy. And the responses were mixed. More than a few people call it a dumb idea. Uh, One person said that unless the kid's birthday is on Christmas, it's completely unnecessary. A few people actually offered solutions, though. For example, one person said that they balance things out by always buying their kid summer stuff, like a new bike, something really cool. A few also said they know parents with kids born on Christmas Day, and they always celebrate on their half birthday instead, which is June 25th. What do you think of being a parent of two? Well, I I have a daughter whose birthday is in December. And uh, luckily, it's not... I, I feel like it's far enough from Christmas that it's not been an issue for us. However, um, I... Sometimes it's a little difficult getting rounding people up because they've got holiday stuff going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we try to do it early in the month, even though her birthday's in the middle of the month. We, we tr- I try to do it around the beginning of the month, and I find that we have more luck. But we never combine anything. We're never like, this is your birthday and Christmas. We just we don't do that. I think if you don't do that, I, you're fine. There's no need to do it in 
do it earlier in or in the summertime. Which even if it's one big thing, like oh, Santa brought your presents early. Happy birthday! Like, well, then what's going to happen on Christmas? Well, enjoy it now. Yeah, Santa, <laughs> Santa's not going to come now because of you. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. But what what do you think? I I'm, I'm I mean just my thought is I'm cool with doing it. But if I'm a, if I'm a kid and I'm coming to your summer birthday or summer celebration, I give you a present. Does that mean I have to get you a present again in December? Or am I good for the year? Oh, you're. You That's gotta the thing. Do, you got to do another one because we'll forget. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Can I give you a picture of what I gave you come December? Remember your June celebration? This is the toy I this gave you back it. in June. No, they, that's long forgotten it for is. sure. <laughs> now, coming up here in three minutes, it's our 7 a.m. social club. We go live on Facebook and YouTube during the entire hour, during commercials, during songs, and it kicks off in three minutes. Mercedes in the morning. Uh, I am so, like, still riding high off of uh, your show yesterday. Man, it was a a fun birthday show. JC's Rockahoo Luau. Did you have a good birthday after that? (laughs) Yeah, it was a blast. It was was so much fun. The show was just amazing from all the mystery guests and the love that you sent uh, my way. And anyone from people that texted in to... To, to messages on social media saying happy birthday. I felt the love all day long and appreciate every single person that reached out to me. And last night was a really nice night. We did uh, had a little dinner, had uh, some cupcakes, blew out the candle, a couple of presents. It was, it was a nice night. But I was thinking of birthdays past, and, and we were just talking about being a kid in the Hot 3. If your birthday is in December, some parents might move that birthday celebration to, to June so they can celebrate in the summertime, and there's that gap and, and presents and everything. Looking back on your childhood, was there like that one standout present for you? And if so, what was it? Like go back when you were a little kid and maybe it was that one toy you wanted or someone put an extra thought into that one toy that you got. Do you have that standout present? Mm, I'm trying to think. I like as a as a kid, it was probably some some toy like a I don't know. I'm trying to think what was a standout present. I just I've loved Barbies my whole life, so I think anything that was Barbie related, I loved um, but as an uh, as I got older, it was whenever I got a name like any name brand clothes, anything like I'm gonna totally date myself. But a spree? Do you remember? I do a remember spree? a spree. Wasn't it a store? Was there a spree store? You know what? I think there wasn't a spree store. We didn't have one. We you just got it at the department store. And when my mom bought me something that was a spree, like it was expensive. And I was just like in shock. So I would wear, I remember I had a hot pink Esprit sweatshirt and I would wear that thing all the time. Like I just made it so ratty because I was, that was the only thing Esprit I had for a long time. And I loved that thing. Oh, that was a birthday present? Uh, yeah, oh, it was. That's awesome. And I just, I couldn't believe my mom spent the money on it. She never bought me anything Esprit and it was just like, what? <laughs> oh my gosh. So I made sure I got a great use. She got her money's worth yeah. for that. I'll say that. What but, about you? Uh, for me, I remember I was a little kid. I loved Hot Wheels and Matchbox cars. And I also loved the TV show, The Fall Guy. And they had a Fall Guy Hot Wheel of his truck. And that's what I wanted for my birthday. And so as a kid, I would wake up and I, there'd be some presents in the morning that would open and then have friends over and do some presents in the afternoon. So in the morning, no, no, no fall guy, hot wheel as the day progresses. No hot wheel, fall guy. Uh, friends come over. No hot wheel, um, hot wheel, uh, fall guy, hot wheel. And then my grandmother and grandfather, uh, Pappy, come over and they gave me the fall guy, hot wheel. And I was so excited. It was like the last present of the day. I opened it up and there was the fall guy truck. And I was just 
Super, super excited. It's just a tiny little matchbox hot wheel car, but I was so excited to have that truck. I mean, when you have your heart set on something and, and it almost makes it better when you think you didn't get mm-hmm. it and then all of a sudden someone pops in. My my parents would always do that with a Christmas present. Like whatever I asked for that year, I'd open all the presents and I'd be like, oh, I didn't get it. Oh. And then my dad would be like, what's this behind the tree? <laughs> One more. Oh. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, that that was the classic parent move. And I'll admit, when I became a parent, I did the exact same thing. I'm like, Brooklyn, there's something, there seems to be something behind there. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know my parents were in on it. They know that my grandmother got me the Fall Guy car. Yeah. So they had to know all day. Ooh. So funny. That's I, so, and you remember it all these years later. You do, yeah. I wish I still had that thing because I saw them on eBay and they're, they're not cheap. Like, coming up here in the dirt, there's audio of Britney Spears lashing out at her kids. It's been kind of... Kevin Federline leaked this stuff. We have the audio. I'll play it for you guys in just about 10 minutes. All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Kevin Federline has had enough of Britney Spears' public attacks on their two sons, Sean and Jaden, and now he wants to show the world... Just how contentious, he says, Britney's relationship has been with the boys for years. So Federline posted a series of videos Wednesday saying, I cannot sit back and let my sons be accused in this way after what they've been through. As much as it hurts us, we decided as a family to post these videos the boys took when they were 11 and 12. This isn't even the worst of it. The lies have to stop. I hope our kids grow up to be better than this. Now, before I play the audio, Federline's posting comes on the heels of an attack that Britney posted to Instagram earlier in the day Wednesday, where she called her 15 and 16-year-old boys' conduct hateful, saying they never wanted to spend time with her when they visited. So here's the audio, uh, and, and just some, some context here. She is mad at her son, who is not wearing shoes in an ice cream shop in the middle of the wintertime. So this is what the car ride sounded like with Britney and her two kids. Have you lost your mind? I do care, but I'm shocked as with you. And I don't know what to do. And I'm scared of you because you're weird, because you're going through puberty. I don't know what to say. But I do care more than you know. But don't be... My little body can't handle all of that. There's like sometimes I just don't even know what to say with you. I was in shock. And I do care. Oh, boy. Man, I, I... I don't know how I feel about these releasing the audio kind of things. Like, I don't know. That's just... I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of the releasing the audio. I mean, that's their that's their personal business. Keep it personal. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I know she was making public attacks. so That's probably why he released it, it to the public. But yeah, I don't like keep this stuff between you guys. You guys are going to work that stuff out. The same thing, Brittany. Don't be attacking your kids on social media. And then I could see why she would be upset with her kid. If you go to an ice cream shop, it's... January and your kid's barefoot. Like, dude, put your shoes on. But, you know, the way she's talking to him. And then she goes on. There's more audio where she she threatens as a punishment to take his cell phone away. Yeah, yeah. My phone's just going to be taken away forever. Because you know what, Jaden? Mom decides to take it away for me not wearing shoes. Well, yeah, it's called discipline, but I don't know. The whole thing. Like, when people put all their personal business out on social media, it's so cringy. It's like, like, you feel awkward for hearing that or seeing that or mm-hmm. reading it you know but but on the other side I, I cannot stand when people do like the whole vague booking thing where they post something so vague it's like wondering if it's all worth it or that was a bad idea it's like 
What? Like, why? <sighs> hey, what was all worth it? Your The job you took or the cupcake that you ate last night that you regret having? Yeah, what was you, all worth it? You're sitting there and you're like, uh, don't know what to do anymore. Pray for me. What's going on? Need your prayers. Get your facts straight before you come to me thinking you know it all. Who, me? Or are you talking about, like, what are you talking about? There's a thousand people that follow you. Which one of us are you talking to? Just call us out. Mind officially blown. Nice to have some answers. For what? The ending of the sixth sense? Or what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Stop. So that's out there. There's more of it you want to listen to. The the, the conversation kind of switches to an endearing conversation in my mind. One of the the, other son's afraid to go ice skating, and she's telling him how ice skating is a lot easier than roller skating. And it it switches to kind of endearing. But you listen, you be the judge if you want to hear that stuff. So last night on The Tonight Show, Madonna, Jimmy Fallon, and The Roots, they did a fun version of her song Music using only classroom toy instruments. So here is, this is a, a nice little vibe to this. Take a listen to this. cool when they do that stuff i that little i had a keyboard that played that like you could have that as the background and then you'd like ding ding you'd add to it yeah i i remember that distinctly you're collaborating back when you were a child yeah right (laughs) (laughs) olivia newton john's death has led to a renewed interest in her music so right now in the latest itunes charts she has six songs in the top 10 including these three this one's at number four Number three on iTunes. And then this is the number one song on iTunes right now. Okay, two things. Really quick. 702-364-9400. What is the best Olivia Newton-John song ever? I'll I'll give like I'll tell you what I think here in a second. But other thing, just with her passing, everyone's talking about her role as Sandy and how she actually didn't really want the role at first. Like they had to really convince her to take it. John Travolta was like, she's the only one who can fill these shoes. They were looking at Linda Ronstadt. They were looking at Marie Osmond. But he's like, I knew it was her from the get go, and she was kind of like, I don't know. And I'm so glad she did it because she just. That role was made for her. Well, she made that role, basically. And so I just, I thought that was really interesting. But as far as, like, Olivia Newton-John songs, do you have a favorite one? Uh, Steph just threw one up here. This was this was my favorite. I like that one, too. Yeah, I, I think the best... I was hopelessly devoted to you just in terms of just the sound and her voice. But I remember my mom used to play a song and it, I think it's called I Honestly Love You. Do you know that one? Uh, it's like, I love you. I honestly love you. And, and my mom, that mom, that that makes me think of my mom. She loved Olivia Newton-John so much. And then there was also the... Um, the uh, oh, what was the other song? Not Z- did you play Xanadu? No, we, we, see, we have Xanadu. 
We don't have Xanadu. We don't have Xanadu. Oh, man. Just, there's just so many yeah. good ones. We're getting a bunch of texts. This uh, Jenna says, I remember roller skating to Xanadu. Never saw the movie, though. Same. I never saw the movie, but I remember my mom playing the song. Um, You're the one that I want is my favorite of all time, says David. Uh, Olivia, uh, Olivia says that, too. Hopelessly devoted to you. Yeah, just so many great hits. Now, uh, sp- speaking of Olivia Newton-John, her albums, uh, by the way, um, she has six albums in the top ten right now on iTunes. Grease is the top album on iTunes. It's, it knocked out Beyonce. So obviously a lot of people wanting to get their, their fill of Olivia Newton-John and an iconic soundtrack to Grease. And speaking of new albums, John Legend has a new album coming out on September 9th. The album is called Legend. And he released a new song earlier in the week called All She Wanna Do. All she wanna do is, all she wanna do is, all she wanna do is dance. I love this song. Yeah. It's so good. It grabs you right away when you hear it. John Legend, his residency is back, and you're going to be there. We've got your tickets this hour. Actually, 740, your tickets to go see John Legend. It's Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. Coming, coming, coming up. You're going to want to hear this. Not coming up. We're going now. Coming up right this Coming up moment. now. Sorry. It, it, no, no worries. We were just talking about Olivia Newton-John. I think I made a comment that whenever I hear Olivia Newton-John, it reminds me of my mom. She was like, loves her, loves her, loves her. And uh, it, it, I think we all have certain songs that remind us of certain people. It was so funny last night. Uh, we always go for a walk at night and we're dry. We were walking by our neighbor's house and they had their music playing really loud. And this, they're playing this one song. And when I heard it, I was, I turned to Matt and I go, whenever I hear this song, I think of you. And he's like, really? Why? I'm like, I just know how much you love this song. And whenever I hear it, and it was in a movie, like one of those like teen movies where uh, John Corbett was the dad. And this was his song. Does anyone remember? It was like a recent kind of movie on Netflix. And and he was the dad. And whenever this song, this was like his song. And I'm like, you remind me of the uh, the dad in that one movie. Because he loved. Tears for fears. Everybody wants to rule the world. The neighbors were blaring it. I don't know what they were doing in their backyard. But it was like, like. and and my husband's like, I, that's so interesting to me. That's like the last song I would have thought, like, reminds you of me. And it's like every single time I think of him. So, it's, But it's not from like the from an 80s movie. It's from a current movie that they use the song in. And the current, like within the last three or four mm-hmm. years, you know, those you know, those movies that, that are like for teens. But uh, oh, was it? um Oh, oh my gosh. Now I'm going crazy. It it was like in three parts. The daughter whose mom. Okay, I'll think about it. This is really annoying. I apologize. Um, It's based on the books. Uh, Anyway, what's the To all the boys? To all the boys I loved before. Yes. Who said? Oh, thank you, Steph. Thank you so much. That was it. He loved that song in the movie. And it reminds me of Matt, too. I, I can't place it. What's the song that will always remind you of someone else. It it can be, you, you know, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, but it could also be like a a friend, a family member. But when you hear it, you automatically think of this person. What is it for you? I've got one that when I hear it, I think of you. And you might be thinking Ice Cube, Alanis. No, 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 no. But when I hear this song. I immediately go to you. Why? Because what movie is this from? 
Oh, Karate Kid. Karate Kid. Oh. And I know you like the Karate Kid. Yes, and yes. you were super excited when the Karate Kid, when the series came, and you were all in on the Karate Kid. But as you remember on the show, like, someone called in. You were talking to a listener about the song, and you knew who, like, sang it. You're like, oh, yeah, you're the best. Joe Esposito. I'm like, wow. I never knew who sang it, You honestly. knew the song, yeah. I did yeah. know the song, yeah. So, I, I know that movie forwards and backwards. I all those it. little things connected. When I hear that, you're the first person I think of. I think of Mercedes and her love of the Karate Kid. All those other songs, Atlantis, Ice Cube, Spice Girls, I think of you, but this is a little bit obscure song. When I hear it, I go to you. Oh, that is so funny. Yes, it reminds me of my dad back in 2000. When I was a kid, he would burn CDs and he would go through different genres. And he had a CD burned for techno music. And we would cruise summer nights down in San Diego. And it was Alice DJ Better Off Alone. Whenever I hear that song, it reminds me of my dad. We were cruising down PB, Pacific Beach. I was like 10 years old. I was like, yeah, I feel like a rock star. That, that's so funny. This is a cute one. I can totally see your dad. Now when I hear it, I'm going to think of your dad, too. That, that's a good one. The one I think of with you, JC, whenever I hear it, and I don't hear it that often, I sometimes will hear it when my kids are, are watching um, a, a certain cartoon. But it's not the it's not the JC version. But still, I'll think of you. Is uh, this song? Now, that, the Rascal Flats version is in the movie. Yes. But I think I, I'll, I'll still think of you, just because I know you love this song. I do. I love this song so much. Tom Cochran. I remember when this song came out. It was all over the radio back east. At least it was. This uh, this text coming in says, uh, "Eye of the Tiger" reminds me of my husband. He loves the old songs, but he is young. Rocky from Rocky. Steph, do we have the whole song? Throw the whole song in there because the intro to that song is so iconic. This one uh, says, "99 Red Balloons" uh, makes me think of my sister. Is it the red balloons one or is it the left balloons one? Yeah, it's the two versions. Yeah, that's I hadn't heard that song in the longest time, and you know what was on the other night? Um, Beat Shazam. <laughs> was it really? I, yeah, and you I got it. Ninety nine red balloons. Oh my gosh, I know that song. <laughs> There's I the tiger. The drum beat, by the way, is to Rocky hitting a, a punching bag. Oh, it is. Yep, do it. Is Look. this the speed back? Yep. If you're on the 7 a.m. social, we all just punch the cameras. <laughs> uh, I'm off. My punching's off. But, yeah, that's a little fun fact. They, they watched uh, Stallone hitting the, the bag, and that was the rhythm they used. Dun, 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 dun. I don't like the fast version. The da, 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 da. I, can't, I can't do a speed bag. I've tried so hard. Oh, they're really hard. Oh, my gosh. It hits me in the head. They make it look so easy. I know. Yeah. Eating a sandwich. You know, whatever. I hit it once. It comes back. hits me in the face. Yeah, it's too hard. Hot three. Oh, John Legend tickets up in about five minutes. And then after that, we have the hot three. What do you have for us? All right. Gas prices finally going down. We're going to talk about the latest national average also. Parents say you got to have these things as the kids head back to school. We'll tell you what they are. And a CEO is catching some heat for posting a crying selfie. 
Why did he post it? We'll tell you all about it coming up next in the Hot 3. That's Megan Trainer and Teddy Swims. Bad for me. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. And, oh, we need a winner. Yes, yes, yes. Ah, Jennifer. Woo! You're Am I the winner? Yes, you're caller 20. Yay for me. Congratulations going to see John Legend, his residency, Love in Las Vegas over at Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood. Congratulations. Thank you so much for listening, Jennifer. You're going to have a blast this weekend with John Legend. And we have more of these tickets coming up this morning. Your tickets. See John Legend at 940. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. And the Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed. Okay, it looks like uh, for the first time in months, we're looking at gas prices below $4. What? Yeah, AAA says the average now sits at $3.99. Gas prices hit their highest mark ever in June when the average reached Five dollars and two cents per gallon. The average is lowest in Texas at three forty nine, highest in Hawaii at five thirty nine. But overall prices are still twenty five percent higher than they were this time last year. I feel like ours are still up there, though. I, I feel like Vegas hasn't dropped that much. Um, they said it, they said it did. Um, but I mean, maybe not. What was the the national what was the national average is three dollars and ninety nine cents. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel like I, yeah, I feel like it's dropping. I don't think we're close to that. I think we're on that higher Hawaii end. At least we're we're what I'm seeing. Okay, um, yeah, I I, I have no idea honestly. Oh so no, it's just I, not, just an observation. Uh, Everyone's yeah. out there. Just yeah, it's yeah. great that it's coming down. But even back when they were at there at as highest, we were up there as one of the highest states right, too. Right, absolutely. So that thinks it take us a little bit longer to reach that national average. Uh, also, this morning, if you have not done your kids back to school shopping yet, here's your list. Someone uh, asked parents and asked them to name the top must haves for school supplies. And here are your top five. I mean, I think these are all pretty pretty um explainable I, I don't think there's anything shocking here maybe number four though uh number one is just your basic supplies like pens pencils notebooks things like that a decent laptop or a tablet device is number two uh backpacks and lunch boxes number three um headphones is number five I'm skipping over number five because I or number four but I is that a back to school must have some headphones maybe listening to music on the bus or something or when you're studying trying to you know maybe keep some nice music while you study i'm not sure i didn't really consider that a must-have i didn't get my kids headphones for back to school yeah or is it for more in the house or upstairs yeah. like, put your headphones on and listen to music but the the number four i loved because it just there's so many great memories number four is retro supplies like trapper keepers and 90s gel pens 90s gel pens are back man i'm so excited or what about did you guys ever have that that pen with the four with the green the red yes. the blue and the, and yeah. the black click, 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 click. Yeah, yes. i would try to like put them all down at the same time but they never <laughs> went oh man i love that pen the poll also found parents are a little less anxious than they were in 2021 and 2020 when online classes were still in full swing half of parents say covid was a top concern last year but now only 26 percent say the same and 29 percent are worried about staffing issues at their kids school though the top concern for teachers is that Kids aren't totally caught back up academically after the pandemic delayed everything. What about um, the pen? It's such a flashback. They click, click, click with the four different inks. 
And then also just when you had that pencil, you have to sharpen it. You had the the lead would come out. Oh, you, a mechanical yeah, pencil. Yeah, mechanic just keep pumping it, so the lead would keep coming out, coming out, coming out, coming out, and then psh, push it back in. Really like deranged thing I did, and maybe other people did it, but did you ever take your mechanical pencil, get the lead all the way out, and then put it in your arm like you were giving yourself a shot? Yes. And you would hold it down and be like, look. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I wasn't like shooting up or anything. I, I I was it was like a B12 shot. Yes. <laughs> Look how healthy I am. I, I did the same thing. That was like the gimmick you did. So ridiculous. I have no idea why I did that. All right, finally this morning. Um th- this guy's getting a lot of love and a lot of hate. So so which side are you on here? Braden Wallachy is the CEO of a company called Hypersocial and it helps companies market themselves on LinkedIn. Now, one of his LinkedIn posts is going viral after he had to lay a few people off and he posted a photo of himself crying about it. His post talks about how it was his fault. He made a bad business decision in February, stuck with it too long, and that's why they lost their jobs. Now, the post also talks about how he wishes he was more cold hearted and didn't care. And he says a lot of other CEOs out there care, too. Most people seem to think he deserves credit for caring about his employees, accepting responsibility, and being vulnerable about it. Other people think it's cringy and more about him than his employees. And whether he meant it or not, it feels staged. What do you think? CEO posting a picture of himself crying. Ah, because he's sad that he let go of employees. If I'm one of the employees that got let go, I don't care. Like, I don't care for the guy. Why, I don't, why are you posting? I, don't, I do not want to see that. I'm, I'm so sorry. You're sad. You had to do this. I'm now out of a job. I'd be mad at the guy. Here's a picture of him crying. Oh, my God. Oh, oh I don't like this. No, I'd be so angry. If, if he laid me off and he posted that photo, oh, boo-hoo-hoo, you had to make this big decision. I am now out of a job. I'd be so mad at the guy. You? I, I just think any picture that someone posts of themselves crying, it makes me uncomfortable. And it's, it's not about me. I'll just tell you. I see When I see it, I'm like... I envision like the whole thing going down. I envision the Miller <laughs> picking up their phone, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then po- posting it, <laughs> <Send>. <laughs> waiting for likes and comments. <laughs> well, what if you didn't like? What if, what if you like the first time you took the picture? Did you take another one when he's trying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what I picture. I, I, and so to me, it just seems super staged and not genuine. <laughs> I, oh, he's posting it too. I, 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 I get it. You, like, I think he could have posted his whole spiel, writing how this is my fault. I accept responsibility. I'm really upset by this. And he could have done that and got the same message across, and he didn't have to put his picture with it. But the picture just seems like, you know, he's got his, he's got his finger on his lip. Like someone was there taking it. Hold the like, photo up again for everyone to see. This pho- is the reason, oh. we're, by the way, we're live on YouTube and Facebook because Mercedes Hall is acting this thing out was the best thing I've seen so far it's, today. It's just, it's just so cringy. Where he's, oh. Can you imagine biting his finger? It's just, it's... Uh, is he holding his his phone with the other hand, or does he have a stand? Or oh, is he using off his laptop? Is He's... it a remote on your watch? Are you three, two, one? <laughs> Ooh. You know, it's just me. Do you think he, he hesitated and said, should I send it? Yeah, I'm going to send it. Let me put a filter on this really quick. 
okay, yeah. Like, it's just, ugh. I'd be angry if I was one of those people that got laid off. Yeah, well, people are angry that he posted it. I sent back a picture of my kid crying. He's not going to have dinner next week because dad lost his job. Oh, yeah. This this is my boss, son. So at least, look, he's crying. <laughs> he he was crying when he fired me. So Aww. at least we have that. You know? <laughs> All right, so there's tickets for you to see Melissa Etheridge. She'll be here August 20th. We've got your tickets coming up next hour. Uh, 825 on those tickets. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mix 94.1. It is 7.59, and yesterday was so much fun. We had the big Rockahool Luau birthday show for JC, and so much fun. I was thinking about it all day. Like, I was so happy that we got you uh, like we did, and we had a bunch of surprises. Derek England came in studio. We had Joe Coy call in. We had your your favorite Richard Rawlings call in, and I, I thought of my favorite moments had to have been when the Vegas Golden Gals came in and did a little dance for you for your birthday, your face. It was so cute. Oh, those ladies were amazing. They did they'll dance to this song, and we first saw them at the Summerlin Patriotic Parade, 4th of July. We're calling the parade, and the ladies were marching down the parade, singing to this song, doing a whole dance and everything. And I even said on stage, I'm like, I want them for my birthday show. You picked up on it, and you had to come in here. And they were just... The sweetest. We're, afterwards, we're giving each other hugs, taking photos. They gave me a, a little present as well. And so when I got home last night, I was reading more about these ladies, and many of them are grandmothers. And I was thinking, how cool would that be if that's your grandmother, if she is part of the of the Vegas Golden Gals doing their thing? I'd be really proud if that was my grandmother. I mean, yeah, seriously, that that is so cool because, and that's a whole they're whole mentality is like why they're doing it is they want to stay active they want to bring smiles to people's faces um they love to dance it's just it's such a a cool thing that they do that i love them let's kind of brag on our grandparents did your grandparents do anything cool like what's their what's your grandparents vegas golden gal moment do they do were they in, in an organization do they play an instrument do they just have a really cool job what's like the cool thing about your grandparents oh man i have something but i i would need my aunt to tell it because she tells it best uh, my grandpa um ah. Oh. I, let me see if I can get her to call in and, uh, and tell my grandpa's really quick because I can't I, I don't do it justice. I don't know all the things, but it has to do with him in a car, uh, a wagon selling apples. 
Wow, like, yeah. like an apple cart, like a jit apple cart. Yeah, like I'll text her and see if she'll call. Please me do. I don't know, I've never heard this story before. Yeah, tell 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 us yours. Uh, I'm just trying to think. I mean, my my grandfather on my mom's side, Pappy, he was a railman, worked the rails his entire his entire life, and I think that's so cool that he was uh, the Pennsylvania Railroad is what he worked on. I think that's really neat that he was just a a rail guy, and I have this weird, strange connection to anytime I see trains and anytime driving to California, like going to Joshua Tree the back way, I'm always passing the train and I pull over and take pictures and videos and I think that's my connection with with my grandfather with Pappy and then my grandmother um, she was just awesome but she was she was strong and she I just remember she had like big biceps she, she had big biceps she would always come over <laughs> JC feel my biceps and she did I touch them and I'm like grandma I don't want to touch them but I remember touching those things and they were she was always outside doing yard work grandma had rock solid arms oh man yeah it was they so much physical labor like, yes seriously yes. and we're so such a lazy generation to compare <laughs> to our grandparents what's brag on your your golden gal or golden guy brag on your grandparents what's a something cool that your grandparents did you can call us or text us at 702-364-9400. We can uh, give grandma or grandpa uh, a shout out. That's that's really cool. And you, you just think about, yeah, all the physical labor, not a complaint in the world. It was just like, okay, being hardworking, doing, you know doing what they have to do to survive, to provide for their families. It just It's it's pretty impressive. My grandmother had an old school knife sharpener. It was this big like cement wheel. It looked like a stationary bicycle. And he would sit on it and pedal, and this big cement wheel would turn, and she'd be out there with the knives, <laughs> sharpening the knives that she used to, to cook with it. With. Oh, that would concern me. <laughs> I'd be like, Gokey, Grandpa, what do you want to do? No, this is Grandma. <laughs> oh, it's Grandma. Grandma out there pedaling. Oi, oi, okay. She wanted sharp knives when she was making that dinner. She'd be out there. I'm like, okay, that's cool. This uh, text says, my grandpa was inducted into the Southern Nevada Sports Hall of Fame the same year as the Golden Knights for his contributions to youth baseball and uh, baseball scouting. Oh, you got to tell us your grandpa's name. How cool is that? In the Southern Nevada Sports Hall of Fame, that is definitely something to brag on. And that's a really cool thing to see. It's at the new Dollar Loan Center Arena out there in Henderson. It is a beautiful setup that they have. And the fact that indoor league football championship game is there on Saturday nights, if you go to that game, you see there's just walls and walls and walls dedicated to all these people that are in that Hall of Fame. It's really neat. That's awesome. Let's talk to Kim. Hey, Kim, brag on your golden gal or your gold guy my golden guy is my grandfather and he started search and rescue in brazil indiana and he was also head of the civil defense oh my gosh he started it yeah they started it and it was like like in scanners would come across and they would get a tone so if there was an accident it was all volunteer and so they had like an ambulance and they would go out um, and assist the ambulance people sometimes they were the first people on scene but he started it in the little town that covered their county. Oh, my gosh. How yeah. cool is that? You definitely have reason to brag on your golden guy. That is awesome. Thank you so much for calling, Kim. Let's talk to Amy. Amy, brag on your golden gal or your golden guy. My grandfather was a jeweler, and he used to um, make uh, Liberace's rings, all of his famous rings. He made them? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Were they buddies or did he just like say, okay, this looks like something he would like? Or or how did that all go down? He came into his um, shop that he worked at and just asked 
this is what he wants. They, they were all uh, gaudy looking and my grandfather made them all. Oh, that's what? so neat. That's like a piece of history yeah. right there. Amy, love it. This text just came in. It says uh, both of my grandparents drove race cars in the 60s and 70s, local circuit races, but is still cool. My grandfather was also in the original Herbie movie. Whoa. This one says grandpa had a chance to go to the NFL, but hated his dad and went to World War II instead. Oh, my goodness. Whoa. Speaking of that, Sherry says my grandpa lied about his age to fight in three wars. That's amazing. Whoa. What a great generation of people. And this one, I, I, lo- I love this one. My grandparents square danced all the way into their 90s. The, the the older people that square dance yeah. and the ladies with their big foofy skirts and stuff. They're so cute. I love that. My aunt must be asleep. But basically, my grandpa, he um, would take like his cart and fill it with apples and like take my my dad with him to all walk all the way to Santa Fe from where he lived and sell the apples and they would walk all the way back with their with the cart of apples and I was just like wait what I, it's just I don't know to me that was just it, it's so amazing yeah that that's he it, did that. making money for his family did they have like an apple tree in their yard or something where to get the apples yeah from? they had apples and they would go and sell them and walk and he lived in in a little uh, town called Santa Cruz, and that's a far walk. That is a very, very holding a cart then too the entire time. Walk, yeah. So I wish my my aunt could tell it. She tells us so much better than I do. Well, if she calls in, we have her tell it. She, <laughs> when she wakes up, she can give us a buzz. Well, yeah, yeah I want to hear her side of it. That's neat. <laughs> yeah, but it might be in J Love's show, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she'd be on with Heather this afternoon, probably about four o'clock. Now, coming up next, we have those tickets for you to go see Melissa Etheridge, and it is Thursday, so it's time for incoherent. Can you guess the gibberish? Steph can guess the gibberish. My God, she's unstoppable. Yeah, but actually, I won last week, which was unbelievable. That's right. We're teaming up to take her down. Yeah, so the score as it is right now, I have eight wins. JC has seven. Steph has 11. Will we pull closer to Steph, or will she add another win to her belt? We're going to play Incoherent in just a couple of minutes. It's Lizzo. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. Your tickets to see Melissa Etheridge. We have them for you in just about seven minutes. We are live streaming right now on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe. We have lots of fun stuff there. You can do that. Mercedes in the morning. Also on our Facebook page, live streaming right now too. Mercedes in the morning. It is time to play Incoherent. The game where you guess the gibberish. Can you tell what we're trying to say using weird words? It's not as easy as you may think it is. It uh, Right now, Steph is in the lead in our uh, grand tally. You have 11 wins, Steph. You are killing it right now. Oh, wow. I, I don't know what happened last week, but so, something happened. And I won, oddly enough, last yes. week. So I'm up to eight. JC, you're right behind me at seven. Mm-hmm. But since I won last week, that means I get to go first this week. I don't like going first, but that's the rule. If you go last, you have some time to warm up because you're kind of playing along in your head. Exactly. But, okay, so that means I get to choose who's holding my cards. Um, I'm going to choose... Who did I have last week? Steph. Okay, then I'll choose you, JC. I'm going to switch it up this week. Yeah, let's do it. Hold on. Card placement. You have 30 seconds on the clock. You're on one pass, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. As many as I can in 30 seconds. Okay. Okay. And the clock starts now. Wait, the clock starts. 
now. Dim skewer. Dime skewer. Dime skewer? Dime skew. Pass. Um, fish hits bin hers. Fish hits bin hers. Oh my god. Fish hits. Fish hits. Ooh, bin hers. Fish hits bin hers. Fish hits bin hers. <laughs> See, you go from hero to zero in one week. <laughs> Hero at a zero. These oh. were... Uh, oh, that's, those were hard. These were all a rage. We had them at Mix 94.1. We had friends and family calling us for these things. Mm. We couldn't hold on to them. We, as soon as we oh, got them, they were out. Fidget spinners. Yeah. Oh. Fidget spinners. Okay, that and, was that one. And then this first one. Oh, you've been there too. Dime skew where? Dime skew where? Dime skewer? Times Square. Steph, do you know it? Uh-huh. Times Square. Times Square. Times Square. Times Square. Those were tough. Those were yeah. really hard. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. All right. So here's the good news, guys. All you got to do is get one. <laughs> JC, that's it. You just got to get one, and you'll be in the lead. Okay. Really easy. Steph, you are doing JC's cards. Come on. You can do this. We don't want a three-way zero tie. Oh, no, the ties are the best because we've no. yet to settle how we do a tiebreaker. Not a three-way zero tie. That's, we've never had that. All right, Steph, All right. are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, and it starts now. Chest who it. Chest who it. Chest who it. Chest who it. Who it. Who it. Chest who it. Pass. Talk cope pal. Taco Bell. Yes. Yes. Veer off messing oat. Veer off messing oat. Veer off messing oat. Veer off messaging. Veer off mess. Veer off messing oat. Messing oat. Sing oat. Veer off messing oat. Oh, you're so close. JC. JC. FOMO. Fear missing out. Is that it? Yep. Uh, ah. This one. We were just talking about this this morning. Kind just of. who it. It's a slogan. Chest to it. Nike. Just do it. Yes, just <laughs> do it. JC, you got one. I got one. Oh, Oh, Steph, pressure is on oh. you. You're the goat. You are the goat you in this just game. Just too. I'm actually going to turn my light down because I feel like my the, the glare. Bright. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. I think that's better. Okay. Are you ready, Steph? You I'm ready, just going to get two to win. One to tie, two to win. That's okay. it. Okay. Ready? Yep. Start now. So key matches. So keys matches. So keys matches. So keys. So quies matches. Oh, uh, so keys matches. Ah, pass. J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh wait. Do you know wait. the writer? Yes. Yes. Chicken and do waffles. Ch- ch- chicken and waffles. Yeah. Yes! J Kit Tough. J Kit Tough. J Kit Tough. J Kit Tough. Oh, you won, Steph! Oh, you went too! You won! I love the JK Rowling. JK Rowling? Uh, Rowling? Rowling? I, I didn't know if you like knew it or you were just, just saying it. it out. Oh, I see but what you mean. You, when you said the author, then I knew you knew yeah. what you were talking about. So. Okay. Okay, uh, here's here's this one again. J Kit Tough? J Kit Tough. J Kit Tough. It's a person? J Kit. Is it a person? No, it's not. Oh. <laughs> I know it sounds like one. Here, here, here's, here's a hint. Haters gonna hate, hate, hate. 
Taylor Swift. Shake it off. Oh, yeah. Shake oh. it off. Oh, okay. okay. And then you skipped this one. This was the first one. This is hard. So keys matchies. So quies matchies. So quies. Matchies. Matchies. But cheeks. So quies matchies. So quies matchies. So qui- it's so quies matchies. <laughs> so quies. Face grabbing. Face grabbing. Squeezing, Squeezing my cheeks. cheeks. Squeeze my cheeks. Squeeze, Squeeze my, my cheeks. My face cheeks, you disturbed oh, person. I'm thinking about sign, Mercedes. Uh, so queen my cheeks. Steph, you are the reigning oh, champ. You're unstoppable. Oh, You're an unstoppable right, force in this game. I feel a lot of pressure feeling that I'm in the lead. So we'll see next week. Because yeah. What's, what's that the was end tough. game? What's the end game here? Well, I'll tell you this. We only have one pack of cards left. Oh. This is it. And it's unopened. So I could take it to the end of the year, no? Mm, I don't know. I think we got a good two months left, but who knows? Who knows? Um, the end game is the winner gets to pick what the losers do. I just made that up. I don't know. I don't like that. Oh, this agree- game just changed now. <laughs> Things just changed. Are we agreeing on this? I know. I, sometimes my brain works faster than my mouth. <laughs> so, um, or your mouth works oh, no, faster that's than what your I brain. Meant. See, it's case in point. Case in point. The winner gets to play all the music they want in the 8 o'clock hour. Oh, I like that. Okay. Mercedes, the music director, helps gets the approval. I, I approve. I approve. And not just that, but I think I would love everything that... Steph Pick. Now, JC, watch. That, that'd be a different story. People are like, oh, no. He's no. making a run for it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, no, job. I love it. 80s, all 80s music. It's like the yeah. uh, Friday Rewind. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. All right. Congrats, Steph. Steph is the winner. Now we go to Heads Up, and we want caller 20 at 702-364-9400. That's you. You get to play Heads Up, and we got a really cool prize for you. We have your tickets right now to see Melissa Etheridge. I want to go. She's going to be at the House of Blues on August 20th. It's her one-way out tour. Your tickets right now. Call in because Caller 20 gets to play. Heads up. You get to pick your category and your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, these tickets are yours. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Homa. Hi. Hi. Good morning. You're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Good morning, Oscar. Thank you so much. All right. Let's do this. We want to make you a winner. We have these Melissa Etheridge tickets to give you. You just need to pick a category. Do you want to go with Malcolm in the Middle or Lefty? Or what? Lefty? Lefty. Like right hand, left hand, lefty. Okay, let's do Lefty. Lefty. Okay, International Left-Handers Day uh, was sometime this week. So these are all celebrities that are left-handed, okay? Okay. Okay, who do you want to pick as your partner? Um, You, Mercedes. Okay. Okay. Left-handed celebrities. Homa, are you left-handed or right-handed? I'm right-handed. Okay, same girl, right-handed. same girl. All right, yeah. okay, here we go. You guys got it. 60 seconds on the clock. Get six correct. You're going to go see Melissa Etheridge, and you start now. She used to be married to Brad Pitt. Um, she... Jennifer Aniston? No, the other one. Af- oh, after God. Jennifer uh, Aniston. Um, 
I don't know. Okay, pass. Oh, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow? No, 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 no. Um, she had her own talk show. She gave away. Oh, uh, you get a car. You get a car. Uh, Oprah. Yes. This is. She sings "Born This Way." She has a residency. Um, she has jazz and piano show also with Tony Bennett. Oh, uh, uh, oh, God. Um, um, uh, baby, oh God, I was born I this way. Um, uh, uh, Lady Gaga. Yes. Um, he was the first man on the moon. Oh, I don't know. Pass. Okay, pass. Um, he founded Microsoft. He's one of the richest men in the world. Oh, God. What's his name? Um, God, I'm so bad with names. That's, a, that's okay. We can uh, pass. Uh, um, Ten seconds. Oh, she sings My Heart Will Go On. She had a residency here. Uh, oh, God. Um, oh, time. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that was tough. I mean, you really didn't know what you were going to get. It's just like random celebrities Mm. that are left-handed. Like, how are we supposed (laughs) to know? Um, The first one was Jennifer, or was um, Angelina Jolie. She was married to Brad Pitt. Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also had Neil Armstrong, Bill Gates, and then Uh, we were working on Celine Dion and. So that that is a bummer. But hang on the line, Homa, because we are going to make sure we get you some sort of consolation prize. But that means some lucky winner right now is going to see Melissa Etheridge. Caller 20. These are your tickets for doing nothing. You get them. 702-364-9400. College is expensive. Am I right? Amen. It, it is expensive. If you Wrap get, it up, we're done. <laughs> if you get scholarships and stuff, good on you. And and uh, a lot of people are still paying off the students' loans that they had to had to get when they went to college. And this is an interesting uh, predicament that really has the internet just on fire this morning. Uh, there's a guy who posted on uh, Reddit's AITA section. You know what? That one is. Oh, am I the? the yeah. Mm-hmm, yes. Uh, and, and everyone's talking about this. And it, this is a tough spot. What do you guys think? If you want to reach out to the show, you can call us or text us at 702-364-9400. So the guy, this this dad, he and his late ex-wife um, divorced when, when their daughter was a child. Um, they, he said they weren't really a great couple, but they were great friends, great parents, great co-parents so they did stay close after the divorce um and and he he did most of the spending on the daughter's activities and extras but his the mom saved for her future in a very effective way he she started um a a big college fund for her set aside for the college expenses so um her her mother his ex-wife she passed away recently and just found out about he just found out about this big sum of money that she saved for her daughter's college which is great well here's the thing he had since remarried um and he has a stepdaughter now and so his new wife thinks that that college fund that his ex-wife that has passed away set aside should be split between the two girls to help them both go to college Mm. he feels like no i mean that that's what my ex-wife set aside for my daughter i love my stepdaughter but she specifically set that aside for for our daughter so he wants to know if he's a jerk for not wanting to split this 
big sum of money between the two girls. What do you guys think? Do you think that, do you think it should be split in half or do you think it should all go to his, his daughter with his late ex-wife? Oh, light him up right now. Give us a call. 702-364-9400. I have a feeling the phones are going to light up here in a second with this one. <sighs> Me? Oh, as you're telling me this, I'm thinking maybe they were saving together, but the fact that there was the mom that set this thing up, he really wasn't tied into this. Yeah, he was not tied yeah. into it in any way. He just found out about it when she passed away. No, I, I fully believe you know, he married this new woman. That stepdaughter is his daughter now. That's his child. He should take care of her and do you know take care of her as much as he does his own daughter. But the fact that, that it was his, his, his ex-wife set this up, she's not dead. She's not even here. You can't touch that. that that's for your daughter. I'm sorry. Yeah, it, it stays because... If if he was tied into setting it up, kind of a different story. But the fact that the mom set it up and she doesn't have any other kids, she didn't remarry with no stepkids or anything, that stays just for the daughter. The the mother, the new mother, she she says um, she's she's going off about it, saying it was selfish to make her her daughter so much better off than than her only sibling and uh, that she needs to split it. And that way, um that way they're both at an on an even level when they go into college uh he says ashley ashley is the new wife went off about sam the ex-wife about how selfish it was to make her daughter so much better off than her step uh, her stepsister i told her she needed to get over it because sam had only one child to think about it and it wasn't her job to think about my stepdaughter uh, I told her my stepdaughter is not entitled to my daughter's money or my ex-wife's money. <sighs> Let's talk to Michelle. Michelle, what do you think? Good morning. Good morning. Um, I honestly think that uh, the husband should not split the money only because the, him and his ex-wife is for their daughter. I mean, that's just what I think. Like, Dad should have done his own savings thing, too, you know? Did you say he didn't know either? He wasn't aware of this until Mom passed away that she had this going on? Yeah, Yeah, that she passed away. And then, and he said he took care of most of the other expenses. A lot of people are saying that that he should have done more to financially prepare for the daughter and the stepdaughter's future, but he didn't do that. Um, Some people say that he's 100% right. Right. You know, that's... That's what he should do. Let's talk to Brandy. Brandy, good morning. What do you think? Hi, Brandy. Brandy. Hello? Hi, Brandy. What do you Hello? think? Hi. Uh, absolutely not. Heck no. Don't split it? Heck no. His ex-wife did him a solid by using the child support or whatever that she was saving for their kid. Not for her kid and whoever else's kid. Yeah, I, I, a lot of people are saying that, that, um, he, you know, applauding him for defending his wife, his ex-wife, mm-hmm. and and saying that this is what she wanted to do. Uh, I think most of the people are saying that. Let's th- see what Robert says. Thank you for calling. Robert, good morning. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I don't think he should split it either. Why not? I mean, like, yeah, like they've been saying, like, the ex-wife saved the money for her daughter, not so much for um, the other one. So, I mean, yeah, so she shouldn't have a say in what her daughter gets when it's the ex's daughter that she saved it for. 
What if they asked the daughter and she said, I'm fine with splitting it. Then do you split it? Mm. The daughter's decision? Yeah. Then, then, then the daughter's getting stuck with the other half of the college bill? Yeah, that that I don't know. Put yourself in the situation, Mercedes. Put yourself in the situation of the deceased mom. So this, you you saved up all this money for your daughters, and you know you got them covered to go to college. And then, oh my God, you passed away. Let's not even think about that. But but how would you feel knowing then that Matt remarries and takes all that money you save for Brooklyn and Sophie? You work so hard. You knew at the end of the day when you were sick and dying that at least my girls they're taken care of when it comes to college. Matt remarries. He's got another stepdaughter in the mix and decides to take that money. Spend it on the other girl. I would come back and haunt him every <laughs> single day of his life for the rest of his life. <laughs> I would make like scary haunting too, not friendly haunting. Oh, no Casper the no, Friendly Ghost? it would be scary. I would like touch his face while he slept. I'd make things fall off shelves. Oh, I'd make him see visions. Just, yeah, I would I would haunt him bad. <laughs> Versus the friendly haunting you're planning on doing? <laughs> you know, the friendly haunting. Like, oh, here's $5 on the ground. Oh, thank Whoa. you. Oh, where did this come from? Yeah, I think, yeah, I, think I would you, not do that. I mean, the scary haunting. What are you doing? Yeah, I, I agree. I think that that should be for his daughter. And, and hey, now's a perfect time to start saving for the stepdaughter, too. There's still some time. Yeah, still some Start time. Start doing that, you mm-hmm. know? <laughs> All right, hot, the Hot Three's coming up next for the Apple. All right, what are the most popular social media sites amongst teens? Where you should be keeping your eyes open, parents. We're going to talk about that. Also, this morning, doing this one thing before bed can help you get a better night's sleep. And an amateur witch used pages from a spell book to set a car on fire. An amateur witch. So oh she's just gosh. getting started in the witching world. We'll tell you how she did this coming up next in the Hot 3. Does everyone sing along to that song? Run up that hill. I, I don't even know the words except for run up that hill. Like that's all, Those are the only words I know. It's still a great song, though. I still yes, love that I song. Love it. Kate Bush, Running Up That Hill. It's Mix 94.1. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. These days it's hard to find a teen that is not on social media, at least a little bit, if not all the time. And while they certainly aren't the only ones addicted to social media, which sites they go to is another story. A new research uh, poll of teens 13 to 17 finds that YouTube is the most popular social media site for teens with 95% saying they use the site. Quickly rising in the rankings, though, is TikTok, which 67% of teens say they use. Facebook, which 71% of teens used between 2014 and 2015, has dropped dramatically with only 32% of teens saying they ever use it. So your top your top five are YouTube at number one, TikTok at number two, followed by Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook. Some of the other sites that they use very minimally are Twitter, Twitch, WhatsApp, Reddit, and Tumblr. Now, when it comes to how much teens use these sites, 19% of teens say they go to YouTube almost constantly. 16% say they use TikTok almost constantly. And 10% say they use Instagram almost constantly. What's yours? Um, For my team, my, my ki- kids? No, for me? you. you oh, for yeah, me. you. Um, for me, it is probably, mm, I guess, Instagram. I'm trying to think. 
Yeah, Instagram or no, it's not. It's Twitter. It's Twitter. I'm I'm always reading Twitter. That's where I get most of my news. That's where I get the hot three. No, just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's not. Um, yeah, it's Twitter for me. What is it for you? So you go Twitter, Instagram. I go Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, TikTok. Yeah. How about you? I do Instagram. I do YouTube. Twitter, TikTok. Actually, I forgot YouTube. Yeah, thanks for reminding me. I do YouTube a lot too. That's hard. A lot of stuff to keep up. Yeah, a lot of stuff to keep up on. I have to do Snapchat every day, and I only go on there to send my streaks. Keep your streaks going. I don't do anything else. (laughs) I just send streaks, and then I leave. How often are you TikToking? Um, Whenever I think of something. I used to try to do it like once or twice a day. Now, if I have an idea for something, I'll go on there and do it. Otherwise, forget it. Like I I went on yesterday. I had an idea for something. I was like, oh, this will be easy and funny, and I'll do that, and that was it. How so? But how often when you first started, you were doing, and you you've gone viral on TikTok, have you not? I have on, on the weirdest things. It's always like the stuff that I'm like, this is gonna go viral. I'll put all this effort into it. <laughs> Nothing. This like random little thing. Boom. It, 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 like I went, I went viral on Instagram for some for that that ridiculous reel on the um, Fairly Odd Parents. Yes. It, I don't know why. I don't know why. And some, so I've been getting like a lot of random follows lately. I'm just like, what the heck is happening? Some random guy follows me and writes, stop posting things to get likes and to, and to get views. That's dumb. And he's following you. No, he's a, he wasn't even oh. following me. And I'm like, isn't that the point that we're all on here? So get likes <laughs> Why else would I post? Like, what the heck? And I was like, okay, have a nice day. Yeah, move on. <laughs> I don't get people that attack and do this stuff on stage. You know what? Then get out of my space. This is my space. This is what I'm doing. This is what I want to put out there. This is not my space, Jay-Z. No, my darn space it's, has been gone for a long that time. That was my fifth one. <laughs> you want to get some views on I, I'm a seldom TikToker. And if I do it, it's a car thing. And, and I was at Barrett Jackson. I did a video with a... A 78 Trans Am, and they had one that they rebuilt in 2015, but I mislabeled the 78 as an 81 on TikTok. And mislabeled boy, or mistake? Yeah, uh, <laughs> both. <laughs> and boy, oh boy, because I had a couple glasses of wine when I was doing it. Uh-huh. And man, you you want to get some likes and mislabel, you know, mislabel something or have a misspelling or something on social media, and people will, hey, it's an 80, it's a 78, it's a 78, it's a 78. I'm like, oh. Look at the views that are coming in, all because I put down the wrong year. Yeah, just spell something wrong yep. or oh, mislabel yeah. something, and then that people will comment. That's you are sure. wrong. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Keep the comments gotcha. coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, also this morning, including a shower in your bedtime routine can help you sleep a little easier. That's according to experts and sleep specialists. Um, they say that the with the COVID pandemic, it caused the average person's sleep to get worse with people spending hundreds of year, dollars each year on supplements to improve their rest and that it's continuing a spiral downwards overall. Anxiety and stress continue to rise, as does our incessant use of screens and phones pre-bedtime. Well, experts say that just taking a shower before you go go to sleep at night can help reduce that anxiety. It can help lower your heart rate. And in the long term, it can help because you're getting better sleep with problems like obesity, depression, poor immune system, libido, and heart disease. Plus, it's nice going to bed feeling clean. Yeah, that's what helps. I can't sleep without taking a shower before I go to bed. I feel grimy. Mm-hmm. And, and then I just, I feel grimy or sticky or whatever. And it's just, ooh, I can't do it. I'm the same way. That's I do morning and night. Doing yeah. both. 
that that you got to moisturize though that's bad they say you should not they say even showering every day is bad for your skin so watch it don't I, don't get too dry out there. Buddy. Oh no, I, I got moisturizer. I like I like the shower in the morning because that helps me wake up. And oh, it's yeah. just part of my routine. I'm still kind of waking up in the shower, so that's where I do it. And also wash my hair. And then normally I'm I'm doing some kind of physical activity in the afternoon, whether it be working out or just coming home from work or something. And I feel dirty, so I feel the need to shower at night because I yeah, it's just going to bed dirty. Could you ever go to the gym, come home, and go to bed? No, Ooh. never. I would not be able to sleep. I don't care how tired I was. What kind of savage would do that? Uh, I think a lot of savages do that. Actually. Oh my god. Gosh, I can never do that. Never. Like my daughter, she came home from like a three-hour volleyball practice the other day, and she's like, "Well, I'm gonna go to bed." I'm like, "Wait, oh. are you gonna shower?" She's like, "I'm too tired." I'm like, "No, you're showering. <laughs> Get the hose and spray <laughs> <Yes>. her off." <laughs> Finally, this morning, this is like uh, a wizard wanting something to vanish, and and then using their magic wand to like hit it like a baseball bat this is so ridiculous a 47 year old woman in pennsylvania named christy malsey went to a used car lot recently to confront a man she'd been in a relationship with she was very very angry and at one point she threatened him with a loaded shotgun the employees were able to remove christy from the building and lock her out but she wasn't done wreaking havoc she went to one of the cars in the lot and since she has been practicing witchcraft she got out her spell book and she set the car on fire. Now, to be clear, she didn't actually cast a spell. She just used several pages from the spell book <laughs> as kindling to ignite the fire. <laughs> she was arrested and is facing charges related to reckless burning, terroristic threats, and simple assault. Uh, but yeah, she wasn't able to cast any sort of spell. She's like, rip, 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 <laughs> lights it on fire, and there you go. Hey, it's still working. Yeah, right? 940, those tickets for you to see John Legend in his residency. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. I think this deserves a drum roll. Oh, really? Absolutely. I'm excited. I uh, we were talking last hour on uh, about our golden gals and go- golden guys, our grandparents that did really cool things. And I was I, I wanted to tell a story about my grandpa, but I was like, I can't explain it as as well as my aunt can. And my aunt finally called in. And this is my Aunt Patsy, everyone. Hi, Patsy. Hi, Merck. <laughs> Hi, Aunt Patsy. Welcome to the show. It is great to have you Hi, on with Patsy. us. Thanks for calling. Well, thank you. I was t- oh, you're welcome. I was telling everybody about, about Grandpa and, and the story about the apples. You know what I, the one I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Grandpa was awesome in so many different ways. Like, how do you pick one? But I just love this story, and I thought it was really cool, and you can tell it best. Okay, well, I'm, I wasn't sure if you wanted me to tell the apple story or the baked potato story. Oh, I, I don't know about the baked potato story. So maybe you'll have to tell the apple story. <laughs> what is that? I want to hear the baked potato story. <laughs> okay, well, tell the baked potato one then. Okay. Well, you know, my dad was, he didn't grow up very rich. He was, he was kind of poor, you know, when he, when he grew up. Um, but he used to go to school at a missionary school where there, all the rich kids would go to school there. And, you know, cause it was a private school, but his, his dad would, you know, help pay for the tuition with labor and stuff like that. So that's why my dad would go to that school with a bunch of rich kids. So for lunch, you know, my dad didn't have like a lot of money to buy the school lunch there or anything. And so um, 
all the rich kids would be eating their sandwiches with their meat and the bread and all that stuff. And my dad didn't have that. He would go to school with a baked potato. And all the kids would make fun of him Aww. eating a baked potato. So what he would do is he'd go climb a tree and eat his baked potato in the tree. Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 I know, I know, isn't that? <laughs> my, my grandpa was but, the best. He, you know, he would always just make lemonade out of lemons, you know? I, well, you know, he said that that would really build his character and that he would, I mean, that was one of the, his best memories, knowing that, you know, his dad used to work so hard to send him to this little school. I mean, the tuition at this school is probably nothing at that time, but his his dad, you know, your great-grandfather would work as a laborer, you know, helping the, um, you know, superintendent there, you know, do work around the, the campus and stuff. It was a missionary school, oh. and and he would yeah it was it was he said it was a very you know fun time and a fun time in his life. You know, but forget those was, forget those other kids, Aunt Patsy. A uh, baked potato sounds really good right now. It really does. Sound, <laughs> I know it does sound good, doesn't it? Little do they know he had the best lunch. Yeah, he did up in a tree, scenic I view. I want to sit in the cafeteria. I want to be outside in the fresh air. <laughs> what a wonderful man! Mercedes kind of told us the the apple story, but we, we want to hear it from 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 your voice. Oh, okay. Well, the Apple story was that, you know, this was before they had a, you know, their first Model T car, you know, so it was before they had a, a, a car, they had a, a horse and a carriage. And they would drive all the way, I mean, they would ride all the way on a horse and carriage from Española to Santa Fe, which is about 20 miles. Um, and it would take them all day long to, you know, to pick the apples. Well, first they'd have to pick the apples, of course, and then they'd have to ride all day long from Española to Santa Fe, and they'd they'd go um, house to house asking people if they wanted to buy apples. You know, so it was. I mean, I don't remember any particularly funny stories affiliated with that, but it was. Uh, you know, it was just indicative of how hard he used to work when he was little and help his family and oh so and, he was uh, little because i was gonna say i know my, uh, i thought i thought my dad was with him but it, this was before my dad right <laughs> so grandpa was little when when this happened oh yeah 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 oh. yeah this was before they had their first model t car i was gonna say yeah. she said horse and buggy him like an el jefe <laughs> no, it just sounds cool okay. but I don't, at the timeline doesn't match up this is why i needed her <laughs> yes. to tell the story because i had it all mixed up in my head they went to oh, yeah. to santa fe to get the apples and then they brought him back to Española to sell them. No, 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 no. Oh. They would have they had an apple orchard. Oh, they grandpa had an did. Apple orchard. Yeah, my my dad had an apple orchard. His 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 parents had a, you know, had a little apple orchard there and they would pick the apples and then, you know, take the apples up to Santa Fe and sell them door to door. Oh my gosh. You know those Fiji apples, Granny Smith, give me a Martinez apple. <laughs> I want to try a Martinez <laughs> apple. They sound good. They're delicious. Red Delicious and app and Yellow Delicious apples. Oh, and Macintosh. He's so you. You <laughs> truly are the glue that keeps our family together with all the stories, Patsy. <laughs> you she uh, she knows all the stories, and I, I just I love talking to her because I more and more stories. Uh, I got a question for and it's about El Jefe, Patsy. What was he like? In what was Mercedes' father, El Jefe? What was he like in high school? Was he an athlete? Was he was he one with the ladies? What was uh, El Jefe like back in high school? Oh, my brother, he, El Jefe, he, he really was El Jefe boy. He was 
um, he was a, he was very popular with the, all the girls, but he never really had a girlfriend. He, I mean, he he was just everybody's really really good friend, and he was a star athlete. He used to like to do shot put and and baseball baseball and what else? Um, there's I mean everybody just wrote wonderful things about him on his yearbook, and he he was the kind of guy that still had friends even up until now from high school, you know, so he was, he was very, very popular and loved by all his friends. Yeah. You can't, and you can't course, ask us family. questions about him. Cause then both of us start crying. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm learning so much about the family. You guys had an apple orchard. Your dad was a shop putter in I high school. Know. I didn't know that. There's a picture in oh, one yeah. of the yearbooks. Cause I remember I would go through his yearbooks of him doing shop put, or maybe it was discus or something like that. I remember seeing no, a it was a shop put. Was it a shop put? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, and his number one fan, I, I, up until I came along was Patsy Peanuts. And we call Patsy Peanuts. Oh, that's right. Because um, when Patsy was little, she couldn't say Martinez. So she called herself Patsy Peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a story about you, Patsy. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I'm so glad you came on. And you're so good on the radio. You tell really good stories, Patsy. I, oh, I, thank next you. Next time you come on, you can tell, I'll, I'll give you permission to tell one about me. And there's, there's many. There's many. Plenty to say about you. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. All right, Aunt Patsy Peanuts, that was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Love you, Patsy. I'll, ta- I'll see welcome. you tomorrow for our happy hour. Okay. Okay, bye. Love you. Oh, that is so sweet. I do a, do a happy hour with my aunts and my mom every Friday afternoon. And Patsy's part of the, the, yeah, part of the group there? Yeah, Patsy's part of it. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, the apple story? I know. And the potato one. The potato. I didn't know about that. Oh. Let's go eat baked potatoes in his honor this <laughs> yes. weekend. Yes. 694.1. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mitch 94.1. Okay, Madonna and Beyonce are trending this morning. So Beyonce, she sent the Queen of Pop a blooming floral bouquet as a way of celebrating their collaboration on B's Break My Soul, the Queen's remix. Uh, if you haven't heard it, it's awesome. We'll play here some some here in a second. But Madonna shared the photo of the bouquet to her Instagram story showing the flower arrangement featuring white roses, other flowers, and she showed the message that Beyonce wrote. It says, thank you, Queen. I'm so grateful for you. You have opened so many doors for so many women. You are a masterpiece genius. Thank you for allowing me to sing in your song, and thank you for naming the remix Love Always and Forever B. Now, Beyonce released that remix on Friday. The song heavily samples Madonna's Vogue, and it also reimagines the track's spoken word rap as a tribute to her black peers and predecessors in the music industry. And here's how it sounds. Grace Jones got two shout outs. I like it. Well, like how she says Anita. Anita. I like Anita. how she says Madonna at the very beginning of it. She goes, Madonna. Madonna. <laughs> you, think Mad- you think Madonna kept the flowers? Or you think Madonna's like, oh, allergies. Put them outside. Oh, heck yeah, she kept them. She's probably going to freeze those and be like, Beyonce, is that me flowers? I don't care who you are. Beyonce sends you flowers. You keep those. I used to freeze dry flowers. 
flowers. Where to dry them? You hang them upside down in your garage. Is a trick to drying out flowers. I uh, there's a company here in town that I need to call because I still have my wedding bouquet and it's dried. And you know, every once in a while, else you know, one of the petals will fall on the ground. I'm like, oh my gosh, I gotta get. And they preserve it in like. Um, like this, it looks like glass, like plastic. It looks really amazing. Um, and I, I just, I keep telling myself, I got to do that. That's on my to-do list. It's hanging because Laura had hers. And I remember years ago, I picked it up. The thing just crumbled to pieces. I'm like, oh, sweep it up and throw it out. <laughs> you threw it I out? Did. I did. Oh. When is she going to go back to it? I kept, it was wrapped in like some kind of fancy thing. I kept the wrappy thing. But oh. yeah, I remember picking it up. I'm like, what is it? <laughs> Clean it up. It was a mess. What are you going to do with it? It makes me sad. Oh. Where's yours hanging in the closet? No, it's in our pantry. It's on the uh, highest why shelf. Why not? It's, it's it's in the highest shelf. I have it away from everything until I get it preserved. Mm, right. I just need to do that. Finally, or also this morning, Google is trending. The company is blaming Apple for the problems people have when Android users and iPhone users text, and they want them to fix the issues. So you know how it's green if you have an iPhone and an Android user texts you, and and pictures come out weird and all that. Well, Apple refuses to update the technology, and that's causing the issues with Google chats and when sending videos between the brands google says that features like red receipts typing indicators and texting on wi-fi would work between apple and android devices if apple just updated the tech so they claim that apple's making it difficult also for iphone users to read texts from android users because white text on a bright green background makes the the messages difficult to read right now apple converts messages between iPhones and Android into SMS and MMS messages, which that's just older technology standards, and it's been around for decades. But Google wants Apple to adopt this newer messaging standard called Rich Communication Service, RSC, that the company says would fix virtually all the messaging issues between the two brands. Yeah, when you get that green from an iPhone user, we were talking about it earlier, just kind of like, ugh. Ugh. Uh, uh. <laughs> no judgment, but. No, ugh. yeah. They said the better pictures. It seems like it's faster technology, but yeah, you get that green message back. <laughs> That's what goes through our minds. Are you, I see what, like, what the, the cursor is on. Are, are you implying this? User. <laughs> <laughs> Like what is that there for? Loser. Why does JC have loser? The loser. I don't know. I just I, I want. I like the blue. I like the blue. I like the consistency. And then you have a group message, and you had that green person in there. Oh, everything's out of whack. Oh man! And then finally, this morning, Papa John's is trending. They are introducing a new option later this month called Papa Bowls. It's a pizza basically without the crust, a bowl with all the toppings like meats and veggies and cheese and sauce. So it's it's kind of similar to a casserole. They're going to have three varieties: Italian meats trio. Chicken Alfredo and Garden Veggie. You can also create your own, like a normal pizza. The bowls are going to be available to loyalty members starting next Monday and to everyone else starting on the 22nd. They're going to cost $7.99 each, and that is what's trending. Matchbox 20, Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Phones are ringing. Good morning, Renee. Renee, Renee, Renee. Renee? <laughs> It's me, it's me, I'm here. Okay, first of all, we love you for listening to us while you're driving Uber, because who knows who you're exposing to our show. So thank you.
thank you for that. But now, yes, you're going to see John Legend over at the right. South Coast Theater. Um, Congratulations. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Thank you, Renee. Hold on one second. And if you want to see John Legend, we have these tickets again tomorrow morning at 740 and 940. Heather actually has a pair for you today in the 5 o'clock hour. And we just got confirmation tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. John Legend is going to be on the show with us. He's going to go in. I'm so excited. We're going to be talking to the legend that is John Legend. 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. It's 84.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Thursday. Make sure you join us tomorrow because, like we said earlier, John Legend will be on the show. He's going to join us at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. Plus, in the 7 and 9 o'clock hours, we'll have more tickets for you to check out his brand-new residency over at the Zappos Theater. So that is coming up. Of course, tomorrow's Friday. We have the Friday Rewind coming up. We're going to spin the Oh Wow Wheel. We have a lot going on. You definitely don't want to miss any of it, so make sure you are listening. J-Love is up next, and right now it's time for the line of the day. Posting selfies of yourself crying can be tricky. Mercedes describes it best. I I just think any picture that someone posts of themselves crying, it makes me uncomfortable. I envision like the whole thing going down. I envision them like (laughs) picking up their phone. (laughs) 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 You know, and then posting it. (laughs) 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 Waiting for likes and comments. (laughs) So true. It's just, I I don't think we need it. We don't need to see it. We don't need to see it. Hold hold, hold those photos to yourself. And that'll do it for show number 1676 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.